Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 4, Episode 4, The Demon's Head. Da, da, da. I don't know who they could be referring to. I I don't know. Is it Rachel Gould? No. 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 Yeah. No. Which I got excited. Cause yeah, you did. I love Rachel Gould. Yes, you do. So, yeah. You're weird that way. I know. I mean, I love him in a this villainous, interesting way. Not that I think he's a good guy. <laughs> Actually, not hot for this villain. So really, yeah, no, yeah, I'm I, very I, concerned about you. I know, right? Even though Alexander said it got to go on a little bit, that's true. So yeah, um, so I thought this wasn't th- honestly this wasn't the train wreck I expected with this being the Ben McKenzie episode. So Ben McKenzie wrote this episode. Yes, he did. Uh, we knew that he had written one, and we were <laughs> like afraid. Um, <laughs> it was not the train wreck we expected. No. No. It didn't have the panache of the first couple ones. Um, no, but we were expecting it to start falling apart eventually. Yeah, that's true. But I don't think that's Ben's fault. I think Ben wrote this story yeah. fairly well. And I'm pretty sure he doesn't have the final say in everything. No, and that's, um, and that's director, the thing. I would love to get somebody who's actually worked in television in an environment like this to sit down and explain how it works to, to be like... How much of the premise are you given? Yeah, like, uh, and how much of it, I mean, because the producers have the final say. And how much of it is of you pitching here would be a really cool thing. The director, you know, is going to change some stuff. Um, yeah, probably the actors at this point. You have, Ben's an EP. You have to hit this, uh, you have to hit this story point. You have right. to hit this story point. Um, yeah, it's it's really hard to know, but they're giving him credit for it. So I have to say... Not as he bad as it could have been. He did a decent job. Yeah. Um, the same, I mean, kind of the same deal with when he was a director. Like, he didn't, he didn't no, bowl me over. No. But it also wasn't terrible. Maybe put him behind the camera more and in front of the camera less. Yeah. Because Jim is boring. But, and you were just saying before we started recording, yeah. he didn't do any bullshit like... Yeah, he didn't... He, Jim Gordon, gratuitous shirtless, saving the day, <laughs> kind of like... That might have improved Trade it, though. Wreckery. That might have been... We don't know. I mean, it might have. I don't know. He could have been working out a I day mean, or two. I mean, he did get a Sophia kiss in, but I think that was going to be inevitable. <laughs> I think that was going to happen no matter what. So, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I you got a little nauseous there. threw up there. a little bit in I your did. mouth. Um, <laughs> now, he... Yeah, he didn't make him more or less of anything. There was He that, wasn't, like, pseudo-superhero at this point. No. Uh, and we did talk about this before we started recording, was there is that one little bit where he knows the little area of the Himalayas. Yeah, that Rachel Gould is supposedly references. from. Um, but in, in his defense, Gordon is not a dumb character, and I don't mean... No. This particular iteration of, of Jim Canonically, Gordon. Jim Gordon, Canonically, is, a Jim smart Gordon dude. is a very smart person, which yeah. is why him and Batman uh, buddy up a lot. Yeah. Um, because they're both intelligent people. So I kind of like the, that. Yeah. But I'm still not a fan of the Ben McKenzie. I know. I know. Me neither. As an actor. Yeah. But I think that I think that just goes to show that it's not necessarily him the actor. It's it's in the writing, it's in the directing. Yeah. yeah. That makes him so terrible. Yeah. It's so. not all well, I mean it's not all Ben anyway, so No, no. But I was it was an okay Yeah episode. Uh what what the fuck was Anubis? 
I what that was really honestly my biggest problem with this is it was it just so seemed bad. like something weird to do for the sake of it so so bad um I did look him up there is you said there is a canon Anubis. there is a, the, well okay let me let me let me cl- clarify that that comment there is an Anubis in the DC comics I don't know that he's necessarily in the Batman world Okay. I just okay. know there is a DC Comics Anubis. Okay. But it's much more of the traditional, more Egyptian-y... Death god. Death god, as opposed to, what the fuck this was? This weird kind of furry guy. Uh, or no, no, not furry. Um, shit. There's a kinky term for it. Gimp? No. Like, pretending to be an animal. Pet play. Uh, yeah 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 kids tumblr will teach you a lot of fun things tumblr will also <laughs> teach you a lot of not fun things where Whoa. you're like i did not need to know that wow. scroll 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 yeah but yeah it, it felt just kind of like a weird i don't know i just i didn't like it oh okay i and, and i said this while we were watching it his physical mechanics were interesting the fact that the actor could move like that and even if some of that was, was really special effects cool. it looked cool it was pretty cool but the purpose of him. I didn't understand. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't a big fan of Anubis at all. I think if they had used an actual dog. Yeah. It would have worked better. It probably would have. Oh my God. But yeah. And then with Gregor Clegane standing next to him. Yeah. And them having like this weird language. Because they were speaking not English with the commands to oh. him. And it was it was all very. <sighs> and also like. If you're going to do something Egyptian, why were they whitey white McWhiterson? Oh my God. So white. Yeah. So I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't a big fan of that either. No. I could have, I could have done without that. I do like that. They're not trying to stuff the Scarecrow and Rajagul storylines. Oh God. So, so much. tight together. Like yeah. they're bad to do. Yeah. Cause we haven't seen Scarecrow in what? Two episodes. Yeah. Yeah. Nor have we seen little weird glimpses. Because, like, even when they were, quote-unquote, done with the Mad Hatter, we kept seeing him over. And and it was just like, nah, stop pulling focus. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I do like that they're not trying to cram all that in together. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, that that was interesting. We didn't see Selena. We didn't see... Um, Tabby. Tabby. Um, they seem to be doing a better job of keeping it to the story of that week. Yeah. Now, we did have an A plot and a B plot. Yeah. Going on. But that was fine. It's just as they usually they'll go with A plot, B plot, C, D, E, and F. Yeah. Um, yeah. But they're kind of keeping it a little, a lot. The writing's a lot tighter. Yeah. And and I've, that is a marked improvement from season's right past. Right now. Yeah. Right now. Right we'll now. We'll see how long that lasts. Uh, so. But yeah. Uh, so are you ready for Yeah. I mean, we may recap? as well. Well, it, this was directed by Kenneth Fink, um, who did Mommy's Little Monster in season two. Um, and also the Seeds episode of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which is one of our favorites. Yeah, it is. And then just a fuck ton of TV. Like, this guy has a huge resume. Um, and pretty, pretty, uh, prolific TV shows, like CSI, and he was an EP of that. So, like, this is a seasoned director. Okay. Um, and then, of course, like we said, it was written by Ben McKenzie. Um, so we start out with, uh, Bruce and Alfred are trying to figure out more about this knife. Again, they know it's important. They know it's important to Rachel Ghoul. They're just not really sure why. I tried to do some googly googs on the uh, embalming on knife. the knife, and I really couldn't find a whole lot. I didn't 
really try to dig too deep, though. I just kind of Googled Raja Ghoul knife. I'm worried this is going to be a MacGuffin. <sighs> that it's going to be a whole lot of buildup and we're never really going to figure out. But it's got to mean something. Yeah. I'm worried it's going to get a hand wave by the time we get to the. The why is mm-hmm. he looking for? Well, I mean, he's yeah. killing people yeah. uh, for this knife. And how he's... did he lose it? Yeah, there's that too. Because I'm like, okay, why do you not have it? Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Um, so we start out with uh, this historian who Bruce is having examine it. And um, he's brought it to the museum. And the guy wants to keep it overnight. And I really liked this. Um, this kid, Alex, is the historian's grandson. And he is, um, he's a little history buff. Yeah, he is. And he, like, recognizes stuff about it. And he knows, he like, he, uh, I think the grandfather makes a reference at one point, And the kid picks up on it. Um, so I really, I really liked that. And um, so Bruce is like, okay, but, like, keep it on the DL. You know, that whole thing. Well, Alfred does mention... You know, this could be, it's it's a bigger problem. I mean, Rajah Ghul is a very dangerous man. Yep. We don't know why he's after this. There's probably problems Yeah. here. And he's like, what is it? He references the, the old The old geezer. geezer. He's like, it's fine to get him involved. He's old. But what but about the, this kid? But the kid. <laughs> yeah, Alfred was not happy with the kid being involved at all. Um, And I, you know, I get that with... S- <sighs> Someone of Alfred's age, I mean, yeah. let's just go, I'm just going to say it, of someone of Alfred's age can see from the perspective that an old geezer, to use, yeah. his, to use his phrasing, <laughs> to I, didn't, use Alfred's I, didn't think he, I didn't think he was that old. Uh, I would have said 60s. Yeah. Outside. Yeah. That's not old. No. But, um, but I, you know, I can understand that an old geezer like that, you're at the end of your life, Yeah, you know, taking risks like this, it's... But a little one. But a little kid. Yeah. That's that's an innocent. That's yeah. he's got a long way to go. Um, so I, I get that, and it's also very foreshadowing. Oh yeah, yeah. Very foreshadowing. Holy foreshadowing, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't. I did. You did. Um. So then we get a really quick shot of uh poor Ed, who is trying to come up with a riddle. Can 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 I just go ahead and get the Ed? Doesn't feel like he's doing a good job. Yeah, hold on, um, because he, you know, he of course is still hell bent on the whole penguin re- revenge deal. Um, so yes, so hit me with it. My 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 rant. Okay, I go for don't want to go through the whole Riddler bullshit again. I don't either. We've been through the identity crisis yeah. with him once. Yeah, I really really don't want to go through it again. And that's the thing, though. He had the Riddler shit down pat before he was even the Riddler. With the riddles, because Ed was always doing that. So I feel like, mm-hmm. God, I don't even know that we can go back, even if we wanted to take that, what, three-season journey, which I really don't. I'm with you. See, that's the thing. I mean, Corey Michael Smith does Crazy Confused really well. Yeah. It's kind of his shtick. Yeah. I don't want a one-horse show. It's like I, I wouldn't want to see his one, alter ego again. One-trick pony? Yeah. I wouldn't want to see his, oh, his, he's talking to himself in the mirror again. Like, we've done that. Uh, I don't want, yeah, I'm... Not yeah, looking so. forward to that. And I feel really bad because I love the Riddler storyline has been great until now. But also I feel like how are they going to get him out of this without it being bullshit? Because, you know, and I like that they made the point well, of he's like, he was unlicensedly, you know, that was not a cryogenic facility. That was just some guy yeah, with a crazy gun. And if he had come out completely fine, we probably would have bitched too. But I 
don't I would have want... accepted that better than whatever they're going to hand wave to fix this. And it would have been fine if he just couldn't. It's the identity crisis and Penguin's the one who introduced it. Yeah. It's the identity crisis. I don't want that again. I yeah. would have preferred it to be him, just a journey of him trying to recover his intelligence. Yeah. But not the identity. Yeah. That's where it sticks in my craw. Yeah. I get that. I Whatever. do get that. Whatever that is. Whatever this hand motion She's means. hand signaling crawl. It's in my apparently. crawl, apparently. <laughs> um, yeah. If, yeah. But I, I mean, I, if he just came out perfectly fine. Yeah. So anyway, that's my, that's my rant. I'll let it go. Um, so we go back to Dr. Winthrop and his grandson and, um, he deciphers the writing on the, uh, on the hilt. It is cuneiform. Um, he who rises from the waters whom death shall not touch. Uh, and it references, uh, the demon's head. <gasps> Who's that? Da, da, da. And at this point I might've been no screaming. one was shocked. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so he said, um, apparently Rachel Ghoul is known to history because and as a warlord, this, yeah. And this is where the, this is where the kids like, he's just a legend. And Winthrop is like, is he? Is he? Is he? Um, and so he he immediately, again, I was just like, really? How do you even know this? He's like, Bruce Wayne is in trouble. How, how do you know that? Because Bruce owned the knife. Bruce yeah. had the knife. Yeah, but so? People kill for this knife, apparently. He doesn't so. know that. Bruce was just like, I bought a knife. Look at it. Bruce knew that. Bruce he doesn't know. That. He doesn't know that Bruce knew that. Right. So that's. But my does whole Bruce thing. know that he knows that he doesn't know? I don't that. know how this guy knows it's. <gasps> Bruce is in trouble. Story uh, plot. It's stupid. Of course, this is when there's a there's a knock at the door, and it's you know it's the museum and it's midnight. And nobody no, it's should be here. To be here. You know. So he tells his grandson to hide with the knife. And uh, what is his grandson doing up so late at night? Shouldn't he be in bed? I know that's very irresponsible. He's got school. He's still wearing his school uniform. I would have been like. Why am I not able to change into PJs? PJs, but whatever. He's that poor kid. grandparenting, um, and so or good uh, parenting if the kid's happy. That's true. Uh, so it's it's Rachel Ghoul, and um, no. he wants the knife, and uh, he is pretty fucking cavalier with the fact that he's like a two thousand years old. He makes reference to so and so. Yeah, he was he was, you know he he was a talker or whatever, and I'm like. Oh, is, is this where he tells the, the lie? Is this the liar where he talks about uh, you're not a very good liar? The best liar I ever knew was in a brothel, yeah. ran in a brothel Singapore. in Singapore. Singapore. I was like, oh, was it Peter Baelish? <laughs> but yeah, this this kind of, and albeit I don't have a lot of exposure to Rachel Ghoul in canon or in any iteration, but this didn't feel like if you're that asshole that's bebopping around being like, yep, I'm really fucking old. Something gonna happen to you. I feel like he wouldn't have played it this way. Unless he was just like, this guy's gonna die anyway, so well, who the fuck cares? I feel like Raj Agul's character in this episode, um, there's a lot of hubris going on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's very, very arrogant. But it's more playful, I think, than I would attribute that okay, character to I'm, being. I was fine with it. Okay. I thought it was, it made him, uh, it made him more interesting, uh, where, you know, we complain about Tabby being very two-dimensional. Yeah. Uh, I, it made me feel like he, he had a personality. Yeah. It gave him personality. He wasn't just this brooding, hulking be, bad guy. Exactly. To be That's true. as arrogant as he was, 
um, it gave him personality. Yeah, that's it was, true. Was it a terrible personality? Yes. <laughs> Plus, let's be real. There are casuals who watch I this. I want to be fake. <laughs> there are casuals who watch this, and this is kind of hitting him over the head with, like, this guy's a couple thousand years old. Yeah, in case you hadn't picked up on that yet. Right. Um, and so uh, he, uh, this is when he kills the uh, the professor, or museum dude whatever you want to call him doctor um and somehow the alarms go off yeah i'm not really clear why the alarms go off then i like i'm pretty sure they don't have a oh god the curator's dead alarm i kind of assumed this grandson tripped tripped the fire alarm oh okay that would make more sense but they never really reference it later, so... Because it sounded like a fire alarm. Yeah, because, like, if he had broken into anywhere, yeah, obviously a museum's going to have alarms, but... It Pretty just, delayed. It just seemed too convenient that it was like, oh, I killed the old man, and now the alarms. Well, the alarms went off before he killed him. Oh, did Because the old man says, oh, the police are coming. Oh, yeah. Because he points... Oh, honey. Yeah. Uh, My poor baby. So, I... And I... I kind of think that uh, Rajagul was as arrogant as he was because he he was going to kill the guy when he walked in the door. And he's yeah. telling him all this stuff because he's going to kill him. Yeah, that could very well be. I mean, it's the it's the bad guy doing the monologue before doing the evil thing. Yeah. It's trope. Yeah. Super trope. Um, so Super he, trope. He leaves and uh, poor little Alex comes out and sees his dead grandfather. And he's upset. Understandably what, so. What does surprise me is that Rajagul did not know the kid was there. Yeah. He didn't go looking anywhere for the knife. No. He just walked in, killed the old geezer, and left. And was like, oh, it's not in this immediate vicinity. Like, it literally could have been in a drawer in the guy's desk. Or was it because the police were coming and he felt like he didn't have the time? Which I doesn't make know. any sense, giving the ending He's of not the a episode. very good ninja then. <laughs> Rajagul's character is very confusing. Yeah. His motives are not clear. Yeah. It just feels like, and, and that could be down to Ben, um, being like, well, we can't have him get the knife now, so we have to have him do some dumb stuff because of plot. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, and so we go, uh, we go to uh, Detective Harper, who I like already, still like her. She joins uh, Jim at the crime scene. Yeah, and... Uh... This is, he asks where Harvey is. Sir not appearing in this Sir episode. Sir not appearing in this episode. And she says, well, he, he's gone off a little sabbatical. Are you babysitting me? Do you need babysitting? That was a really cute scene, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, the banter was cute. It was really, I think their but chemistry it was too what? sexual. No, it didn't seem sexual at all to me. It just seemed like real banter. Which uh, I appreciate them using a woman of color in yes. a detective position. Absolutely. I thought that was great. Uh, however, I do have to ask, where was Alvarez? Yeah, we haven't why seen not, Alvarez in a while. Why not use Alvarez in this Who's already an established Dara character. Street established. Alan and Montoya. I'm going <laughs> to harp on that until they come back. <laughs> or until um, they tell us they're both dead. They tell us they're drowned on the docks. Yeah. Uh, why not do that? Now, we do. We are guessing that the reason why Harvey was not in this episode is this was filmed around the same time that Donald Logue's daughter was missing. Yes. Yes. Um, I don't know if y'all heard the news about this over the summer, but his uh, his child went missing yep. for oh, it was a couple weeks, oh, wasn't it? it was longer than it was a while. It was a, it was a while. Yeah, because it was long enough that people were beginning to assume she yeah, was gone. Bad things. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they did 
they did find her, I think, in, like, Florida or something. Yeah, something like they that. They did find her, and he was able to bring her home. So, happy ending for that. But, but that I was... I think that was while this episode was being filmed, and that's yeah. why... He's not I there. think that's why Harper was introduced. Yeah. That could very well be. To be... I mean, I want to see the next couple episodes, but... Yeah. I know that's why he... I'm pretty sure that's why he was not in this episode. Yeah. That would make sense. So, whew, I know. My heart was on the line when yeah. she was missing. Yeah. Oh, was, my gosh. You man, could tell. It was everywhere. He was so upset. Yeah, he was. The heart broke. His whole family was heartbroken. Yeah. So, um, so Bruce shows up, um, and he wants to know about the grandson, and they're like, what? Excuse me? They have no vision of that there's a grandson that he might be involved. Because, of course, who would you immediately be like, oh, this museum curator was murdered in his office. His grandson must be involved. Um, well, he they do talk. He's not like the legal guardian of his grandson. His, yeah. Uh, the, the parents were out of town. Yeah. He's just watching him for a little while. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't a thing. There's no reason for them to assume immediately. Right, right. So I, I But I do like that Bruce kind of had to even put them on the scent of this is a thing that is important yeah okay but why did they allow bruce onto the crime scene because he's bruce fucking wayne oh right yeah and you know they've got like three cops now at this point true um and so see i'm surprised like why would the cops work this but they wouldn't work the arkham thing they don't they don't even know that the crime wasn't licensed like they don't know that i don't have an answer for that because i forgot about the licenses yeah see there you go um, Damn and so, it. but Bruce, uh, I, I don't have a good answer. No, you don't. That's what I don't like. Damn it. The whole cops not working with Jim when it's convenient for them and it gives Jim man pain is too convenient for me. Yeah. So, uh, so Bruce is the one that realizes the knife is gone and Gordon's like, what the fuck are we talking about? Uh, what's going on? You're involved. It's not, you know, nothing. And so, uh, Bruce tells him about the, the auction and um who else was bidding on it um barbican yeah so somebody four episodes in somebody finally tells jim gordon his uh ex-fiance is still alive yeah yeah i liked that he didn't react strongly yeah because he was a little uh, yeah but it wasn't like <gasps> barbican i mean yeah. ben had a had a off emotion for oh my god just a second yeah. Um, but he didn't, you know, overly. Yeah. Emote. Emote. Yeah. Yeah. Which I, I, is to his credit. Um. So uh, Barbara is waiting. We go to her and, uh, you know, Rachel Gould shows up and he's not happy because he doesn't have the knife. And I'm like, again, you didn't look very hard in the, in the office. It literally could have been in the guy's drawer. Mm-hmm. And he's like, it's not in my immediate field of vision. So I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm done. Um, and so this is when these two guys, one of which is Anubis, uh, show up uh-huh. and he's going to track the kid. Did we that ever? Rachel Gould didn't even really know about. Did we ever get the other one's name? I tried looking in the imdb credits but i couldn't no i think he's listed as handler or something Uh, like that okay um again we get no explanation for why anubis is the way he i think that's what probably bothered me can we just call him gregor clagain he does he looks fucking like gregor clagain i really thought it was what is his name um that guy shit rory rory bacane something like rory something um and and then of course you had to bring me because i was like it's him um, cause I hadn't seen him, you know, his full face yet. And you were like, 
they're not going to have him on top. No. Like, oh, no. Yeah. They can't afford him. I was like, yeah, that makes sense. They they cannot afford him. Although they did get Alexander Siddig. <laughs> yeah. I was already in a Game of Thrones frame of mind, apparently. Yeah, that's true. So. You're not wrong. Um. So, again, I'm like, okay, again, if now Rachel Ghoul knows about this grandson, but he didn't know about him when he actually could have done something about it, it just, yeah, I didn't, I didn't like that part of it. Um, it felt like because plot. Um, so we go to uh, Penguin, who is having a little bit of an existential crisis over Riddler's a hat. hat. Um, it's Vi- all he has left. I know, I know, because they still love each other. Um, and uh, Victor Zaz comes in, and uh, Sophia Falcons here, and um, he uh, he's basically holding court with her, and he invites her to sit down and. She tells him that she's there. She's like, listen, I don't, I don't want any of this illegal shit. My family has a lot of charities and I'm here to run a herd over them. So yeah, um, so she basically is like, thanks, but no thanks. I'm not involved in all your illegal shenanigans. So like, I'm cool. And so Penguin's like, um, you know, he talks about how he learned a lot from Carmine and, you know, he, he thinks that there's may still be some old families that would love to rally around a falcone and um he's like i just need you to swear to me that you're not gonna try to start some shit and (laughs) this is the best because he's like or i'll have to have victor and then he just he just motions toward him like i'm not gonna be crass and say it and then victor's like he mouths i'll stab you (laughs) and it was i love victor so much it was so great he's such a great com- uh, almost a com- the comic relief mm-hmm. um he's the opposite of sh- the straight man yeah uh i love it and he's nuts yeah. and he's murderous insane. and it's so and fun i love him they found the actor's sweet spot sweet spot yes yes, yes. he's crazy cuz he can still be intimidating when he shuts yeah. when he shuts off the humor oh yeah but it's still f- entertaining as hell cuz the crazy is real yeah it's Which amazing what i love so um and so uh, she tells him that again, like I've been away from Gotham for 13 years, um, you know, and so he, he sent her away, but like she wants to come back. So it's just, it's homecoming. It's da 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 da. It's nothing to do with crime. No crime. Um, and Penguin's like, there's yeah, no crime here. No crime here. And Penguin's like, yeah, that's cool. We're good. Thanks for coming in. Uh huh. And so, um, this is when Jim goes to see Barb and he's, he's okay, like, s- this the the Ugh. song that's playing is Jefferson Pilot's White Jefferson Rabbit. Airplane. Jefferson Airplane. Jefferson Pilot. Sorry. <laughs> that's an insurance carrier. Yeah, it's it's um it's White Rabbit. And I was like They're owned by Lincoln now, by the way. Um <laughs> I was like Sorry, work hazard. Please so, don't be some <laughs> some Mad Hatter bullshit. But and it wasn't. then she well, no, but she's also playing like solitaire or some bullshit yeah. with playing cards. And I'm like, this scene screams Alice in Wonderland, which Mad Hatter. Which also screams mind control to me. She's mind control lead. She's tripping. <sighs> I'm on the mind control bandwagon. I, I get that you're on the mind control bandwagon with Barb, but at this point, who is Barb really? Oh, I don't even know if Barb knows. If she's mind-controlled, then the Barb before this, crazy, stabby Babs. Stabby Babs. You know, is that, and then before that, we had boring Barb. Yeah. Um, So, 
who at is this Barbara point, King? who is she's like a slate that gets wiped every few seasons when it's when it's convenient. But it works. She makes it work. She does, and that's the thing. It's Aaron, Gotham. Aaron Davis, I think it is Richards. Richards. Yeah, you're right. The other common name. Yeah. Um. But she like, makes it, it just and because it's Gotham. Hair. There's stuff in the universe that you're like, yeah, okay, I'll believe that. Yeah. Right. It's bullshit, but like, yeah, it's comic booky. So Excuse yeah. Excuse me. Um, so he's like, <laughs> this, this episode brought to you by shock top beer. <laughs> I apologize. Not really, but they could pay no, us. No, but they could. We'd take it. Um, and so, uh, he's, he's like, well, you're weird and different. And, um, she asks him, do you like this version of this new version of me or something? Yeah. But it's not the, so that on. it got a little meta. Yeah. But it's also not her coming on to him her no like, being no. creepily sexy with him because she she liked to make jim uncomfortable with that she really did and so but she doesn't hear no and so that's why he's like you're weird um but he wants to know about the knife and you know where she was when the murder occurred um and uh who's bankrolling her and she doesn't tell him but she just tells him a client wanted the knife it's the same story she gave penguin a client yeah. wanted me to acquire it um and this is Oh my god, my dumb Bruce. This is when he, Bruce storms oh and he's like, what about Rachel Ghoul? He's like a five-year-old child. And Jim's like, I, I, for a second there, I wanted him to be like, I told you to wait in the car, but he was like, you followed me? I'm like, great. yeah, I mean, it's kind of what he does, but it's also, like, can somebody spray Bruce with a uh, spray bottle of water like you would train <laughs> a cat? Because, <laughs> bad Bruce. Uh, it was, oh, it was just so dumb. It was. And then immediately Jim's like, who's Rachel Ghoul? I mean, <laughs> if Bruce had, you know, stayed in the shadows. Yeah. But, I mean, again, this is baby Batman. He's yeah. not. We see baby Batman making mistakes. He's fucking up. Which I kind of like. I do too because, and we'll get to it later, um, closer to the end, where I'm like, that's not how Batman would behave. And that's the point. Yes. Because the Batman we know is not fully formed. No. And Batman... As a character is very rigid. Yeah. Uh, very we see unmoving. how he is we, building some of these rules up. Yeah. and But we you kind of still see that stubbornness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, he's stubborn. So that that is kind of it. it is, it's still interesting to see that he's not there yet. Yeah. I like that. Because otherwise, mm-hmm. what are we watching? Um, so uh, we the go Jim to. Gordon show? I know, right. We go to uh, the GCPD, isn't it? Where they finally have their little fight. Um, and he's uh, he's yelling at Bruce um, for following him. And he wants to know who the fuck yeah, yeah. Rachel Ghoul is. You're right. He is there. And That's Bruce is like, okay, so he's the real guy behind the Court of Owls. Which, shout out to actually saying that that was a thing. A lot of, yeah, these, a lot of these shows get amnesia yeah, they do. about their previous stuff. And he's the guy that kidnapped him. Um, and so I wanted him to be like, and he killed Alfred. And then I wanted Jim to do a double take about like, wait, what now? We'll get there. Yeah. Um, and so Jim gets a call. Uh, this kid, Alex is still missing, but Bruce gets a little brainwave that when Alex came to visit his grandfather, he was coming from the public library. So he's like, okay, let's go there. And I'm like, this poor nerd child, please don't hurt him. Please don't hurt him. Um, so we, (laughs) this is bad. The Riddler has sent uh, a, a a rapping rhyme to Penguin, and uh, it's 
it's really weird because he's got these like it's terrible street guys that are that are gonna wrap it out for him um and so basically it was embarrassing is what it it really was and it was and that's the thing i think it was meant to be embarrassing because the riddler clearly sucks at this now but it was embarrassing for a different reason it was just not great and we have have feedback feedback on on it it. and good i I don't want to step on anybody's toes but i did not like this i was like what is this bullshittery it was bullshittery is what it was yeah and so um uh penguin uh gets them to leave not the the performers were great yeah i thought they did well with what they were given it was they weren't given great fact that they were there in the first place and um so he's like i'm gonna have victor freeze him again and then zaz is like what and he's like the other victor I love that he's so clueless. <laughs> I love that they acknowledge that there are two characters named Victor. I guess this episode is, is pretty meta. It is. It is. It's a little meta. So you, like little stuff like that that I love. Like I'll get, yeah, Ben, good job. So, good job, buddy. See, I think Ben's a little better Walker. at this. Yeah. 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 Um, and that's kind of scary. I know. It's kind of scary. Uh, so we go to the library and of but, course. Well, Okay, but I'm, I'm just going to say, you we have to remember that Ben McKenzie is not Jim Gordon. That's true. And I've seen him interviewed, and he's personable. Yeah, he is. And he seems like a nice guy. And we've seen him in other stuff. So I think, I think a lot of the Jim Gordon stuff is not necessarily even his choices. No. So, yeah. Grain of salt. Um, so they go to the library, and they find Alex. And um, he, uh, Bruce, Bruce gets into the little study room. Immediately, he freaks out when he sees Jim, but of course, Bruce is like, no, no, we can trust him. He's terrible, but we can trust him. He's all he's got at this point. Yeah, yeah. No, he, he can't protect anybody, but he's got a, he's got not a gun and he's himself. a cop. Yeah, no, not even himself. And so, um, they're talking and Bruce apologizes. Or no, he, he, he straight up asks Bruce if he knew how dangerous the wife, the, the, the wife, the knife was, and Bruce lies! Bruce fucking lies. Yeah. Um, and so, which again, you get some of that nice guilt that Batman is famous for. Um, and so they're talking and of course they hear people screaming and it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. They're, whatever it is, is on his heels. I don't even know what the fuck, the tracker. Yeah. The tracker. You just want to call him the tracker. Yes. That makes it easier. Um. Calling him Anubis is just an insult. It's dumb. And, um, so this is when, uh, Gordon tells uh bruce and alex he's like get him to the station which is not a safe which, place but whatever sure <laughs> it's next door never really happens Everything anyway. is next door. it's true i um, still need to draw that map you do and so um this is when the tracker shows up and they start attacking and um but before gordon can get a hold of them they're gone it's like trying to capture smoke it's like trying to capture smoke with your bare hands this is jim gordon you're talking I know. about i know he couldn't catch anything with anything um, so this is when, of course, they don't make it to the station. He couldn't catch a blind guy in a, brown, in a round room. No. And so, uh, Rachel Gould shows up, and of course, he's there with a completely legitimate story. Wink, wink. A story that has anybody even attempted? Okay, so he's... Uh, he works for this... Gordon's, Jim Gordon's gotten, uh, 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 Harper. Yeah. Okay, so here's, a, that was another meta line. Yeah. He calls Harper and he wants her to do some investigation on this guy named Raja Ghoul and she's like, <laughs> "Yes. Yeah, sure. How do you spell click?" Click. I love it because and and later when he gets back to the station, she's like, "I tried this spelling. I tried this spelling." I love so it. That is that's totally a shout out to I mean because it's a conversation that's got that has that is going on 
and our podcast. It's got to be it's going even, on. It's and it's even kind of a commentary on cop shows in general because yeah. they rattle off all this stuff on the phone and then it's click and nobody does anything like, okay, let me repeat that back to you. There's no... <laughs> so it was great. But nobody can spell Raja Ghul. Yeah. Nobody can pronounce it. No. Um, so, yeah. It was great. And so... Um, he shows up and he pretends to be like what is he like a like a cultural attaché or something um for yeah, sorry. for this uh antiquities department um and it's is it this weird is it a I, I meant to write it down when I was watching it again and I didn't it's a country in the Himalayas yeah and it started with a p didn't it I don't I'm going to have to look that up to see yeah. if it's bullshit or not um and um, I don't know enough about the geography of that region to, to say for sure. Sorry, thanks, thanks American Public School. Um and so, uh, but do you know where Texas is? Yes, okay. everybody fucking knows. Um, so uh, the country of Texas, it's giant. Um, and so Gordon immediately assumes that Barb sent him, and uh, and he's like, okay, well, this is weird. So this just once again goes to prove that if you want anything done right, uh, do it yourself. True. Because if Raja Ghul had done this himself to begin with. I know. I know. Like, that, mm, yeah. So anyway. Um, so this is when uh, Bruce is trying to help Alex, who's been bitten by the tracker. And he's he's freaking out because he's a kid. Like, is he going to turn into a zombie? He's this, I know, right? He's this small child. And um, he's like, he feels bad because he's like, I didn't even help him. When he was attacked, I felt bad for it. I Like, I was so afraid. And he feels bad for it. And Bruce is like, no, fear's normal. That's how I felt with my parents. And I wanted him to be like, but I've trained myself. Um, and so, uh, you know, he makes it clear that, like, Bruce is known. People talk about him at school. And, you know, he thought he had a really cool life. Well, and then he's this weird kid. And, and he got... doesn't go to school. Yeah. Which, at least, hey, they finally brought that up. And his parents aren't like there to like make him do stuff it's not that his parents yeah. are dead or it's cool but it kind of is to a kid who's like my parents well, especially me when stuff. you're a, a, a super rich billionaire yeah play, not well he's not to the playboy part yet no he's real close he's a twerp at this point he's a billionaire twerp um but yeah so yeah and and you get that alex kind of hero worships him a little bit a little bit Especially, well, I mean, especially in light yeah. of him being cool under pressure of this attack and cool trying to protect. Cool in the, in the sense of yeah. cool under pressure, yeah. yeah. So, um, this is when, uh, Rajal Ghul tells Gordon that, you know, he's like, well, yeah, Barb sent me because I've been trying to obtain this knife. And he's like, basically, I have a right to it. It's part of my, uh, you know, cultural heritage. And like, he, he wanted Barb to buy it. And basically, he's, Filling in her side of the story to where it doesn't sound like utter bullshit, but we know it's utter bullshit, but it it looks legit. And so he tr he tried to um uh you know he tries to say that he has a claim on it because uh you know but he he brings up the the legend that there's a man who can't die. So any good lie is rooted in the truth, though. Yeah, but I was again I was kind of I don't know I feel like Rachel Gould wouldn't have made it this long if he was constantly like immortal but again it's his hubris yeah and it's what's going to end up being his downfall yeah it 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 has to always be. is that's yeah. how he's arrogant as shit bad guys always lose yeah um he's monologuing he's he, you know plus he's taunting jim oh yeah but raja but bad guys do that exactly and so um he says that the legend says that one day he would return but he needs the knife so i totally need it for not that reason 
I need it because I'm a cultural whatever. Give me the knife. And so <laughs> this is when Gordon spills it about Alex. And uh, he's like, we don't have... He, he wanted the guy to believe that he had the knife. Because I think he doesn't he tell Harper? He's like, no, but he doesn't know I don't have it. Yeah, be, and, and see, Gordon's not being dumb. Gordon knows... This sudden show up, this is, he knows. This is not legitimate. Yeah, he, he, yeah, he. He isn't hoodwinked by this bullshit story. Exactly. At least. He's on the scent. Yeah. Jim Gordon is not dumb. Yeah. That's why, I think that's why it frustrates me with Gotham, because they make him do dumb things for the plot. Yeah. And it's like, nah, Jim Gordon wouldn't do that. Um, But he does make logic leaps that he should be making, because Jim Gordon, but. In this show, it's writing checks his ass can't cash. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so he uh, basically tries to uh, kind of like play a verbal game with Rachel Gould to see, like, you know, if he can get any information about yeah. Alex being hunted and da da da. da. Of course, this is when Alfred shows up, clocks the guy because you know that's the guy that killed him, and well, um, you know, Master Master Bruce is missing, and again, again. And, uh, so he, uh, as soon as, like, Jim turns his back to try to calm, uh, Alfred down, they turn back around and Rachel Ghoul is gone. And I was like, <gasps> vanity skill. Dun, dun, dun. He's at level 10. And that's what Bruce aspires to. Because uh. this is, oh, that was a total Batman moment. And it was Commissioner Gordon. He's just not commissioner yet, but he turns oh, around God. and it's like, because <laughs> that's such a trope. It'll happen again. Over. And, and over. Over. Uh, that was one of the one of the cute things about the Justice League trailer that that recently dropped. Yes, <laughs> they all did the vanish thing with with Commissioner Gordon, except for the Flash, and he was like, "Oh wait, uh, I guess they left." <laughs> it was adorable <laughs> and stupid. They outflashed the Flash, but yeah, <laughs> it was terrible. Um, and so uh, this is when, of course, Raj has figured out that they don't have the knife. And well, so, the backpack was the kid's backpack was right there, and they because right. they show a close up of it of like the Hogwarts emblem, um, <laughs> on on the bag and everything. So, yeah. um, so um, before we continue, I did want to remind people where they can send us feedback. Yes, they can. We've got quite a bit this week. Yeah, they can email us at randomtpodcasts at gmail dot com or on Twitter at randomtcast. We're on Tumblr at randomtpodcasts dot tumblr dot com or on Facebook at facebook dot com slash randomtpodcast. <gasps> And if you don't want to actually remember any of that with your brain, um, all you have to do is Google Random Tea Podcasts, uh, go to the website, and it, all our links to the socials are at the very bottom of the yeah. homepage. So there you go. Yeah. While you're on our website, check out our other podcasts. Oh, so many. Uh, we have just wrapped up season one of Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, we will be doing season two of Stranger Things, and we will be doing it as a week by week. Uh, and we are not going to binge it. No, no. We're going to watch we're gonna it, savor analyze it. it episode by episode. Um, and we're going to do our damnedest not to be spoiled. We're going to try. Yeah. Uh, so again, if you're sending feedback in, please tell us what episode you're just on. Just be aware. Just put it in the subject line. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I apologize for the sounds of my cat eating. Um, <laughs> She's hungry and you don't feed geez, her enough. I know. I really don't. So, um, so yeah, we're going to be doing the... Uh, preview cast here in the next day or two yeah hopefully um slash hogwarts sorting yeah that'll be fun because a new trailer just dropped yes it did i'm glad we waited uh, yeah me too me too because it's a uh, good trailer yeah it's really good it's way more information i'm uh-huh. excited uh so there's that uh we're gonna we're recording Zombieland immediately yeah. following 
this recording. Uh, this recording. So uh, that's our Halloween special for this year. Yeah. So check. That's going to be on our random movie f- feed. Yep. Um. What else? Uh, I lost my Marvel. Um. We're going to have Thor and Loki Thor and character Loki. study soon, and then of course Ragnarok will be coming out. Uh, beginning of November, which is my God, next month. Uh, That's yeah, insane it'll be, to me. Yeah, it's we're gonna give it a week or two before yeah. we actually record. Yeah. So. Uh, so plenty of time for you to get feedback in for that, and then Agents of Shield. We do have a date that will December start back 1st. on December first. So, uh, and that's on a Friday, so we get a short turnaround time for recording podcasts. So you're gonna have to get your feedback in pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So, and those are the heavy those hitters are, right yeah, now. Yeah. Anything else? Uh, as far as podcasts go, no. Okay, well, let's go back to the recap. Okay. So we go to uh, Sophia, and she gets visited by uh, these old. Uh, he- Penguin calls them capos, but I thought it was always pronounced capos. Um, basically, it's it's the old um, some the, of the old. They're captains. Yeah. Capo. Yeah, but it's also Italian. <laughs> So I don't know what I don't know. I've always thought it was capos, but I could be completely wrong. Um, I if anybody's a gangster movie aficionado, let me know. Um, <laughs> but basically, these are the guys that are that resisted Penguin um, and have gone underground because they fear for their lives and they weren't ready to uh, rise up against him. But they'll sure as shit back a Falcone, and they're excited. They're like wagging their tails. Um, and so basically she talks him down. She's like, no, that's not why I'm here. Um, and I, I just, I'm not here to start trouble. And, um, but their, their immediate instinct is not that Sophia is going to take over. It's that when is Carmine coming back? And so she, she's talking them down very loudly when of course Penguin and Zaz show up and, um, she's immediately like, no, no, like they, I think they... I don't know. I kind of didn't like the way this was staged because if they were there for any amount of time, they heard her very loudly telling them, I am not here for that. But they pretend that what you did you look it up? Capo de Capi. I'm probably saying it wrong. Yeah. But it's Italian for bosses. Boss of all bosses. There you go. Boss of the bosses. It's a phrase uh, used mainly by the media, public, and the law enforcement community to indicate a supremely powerful crime boss in the Sicilian or American mafia. Yep. So, I mean, they're using the correct term. Yeah. So, that's cool. I, but it doesn't give a pronunciation Yeah. So, thing. you know, hey, okay. smart people. Okay. Um, and I'm not Italian. I know. And so, uh, this is when... Uh, they're like, nah, I don't really like this. And, um, they end up killing the guys. And so Penguin's like, I feel better now. Um, we're all good. And he's like, and she's like, you used me to get to them. And he's like, yep. Um. Unabashedly. Yeah. Yeah. He, well, I mean, when does Penguin have shame for anything? He doesn't. And so, um, she does point out that she's like, my dad would have, would have done things differently. Um, he would have walked, like, he would have had them walk out of here loyal to him yeah 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 and uh penguin's like yeah okay bye and um at this point i'm not i'm not really clear i wish we got a little bit more of sophia by herself 
Because at this point, I don't know if she's like, haha, it's all going to plan, or mm-hmm. if she's like, what the fuck have I gotten into? We don't seem to know her motivations. I think it's haha, all gone according to plan, because the second he walks away, uh, you know, she, she wipes away the fake tears. Right. Um, I, I, I'm going to go on record as saying, I think she's, she wanted him to do it. Mm-hmm. Because these men were loyal to her, her dad. father. That's what I kind of am leaning toward because these guys so, would probably not follow a 23 year old girl. No, because they're like, when is your dad coming back? But when is your dad might. coming back? But the people, uh, like the rest of the people in their family might. Possibly the people that were her age. Yeah. Um, but I, I also see her trying to take over Gotham as her. Yeah. Using her father's influence. But not just reinstating the Falcone family as her dad did it. Right. But under her command. Right. Under her father's. So, yeah, I think she she wanted this to happen. I think she was, I think she, she put herself in a position to do it. I'd like to think she did, but also there's part of me thinking, yeah, I talk shit at 23 and sometimes I talk shit and then I got into the shit and I was like, Oh my God, I'm in over I'm my in shit. <laughs> yeah. So like I could easily see her being like, okay, well this is the thing that's happening. Yeah. But I, I guess it plays better if yes, it's like, Oh, it's all going according I to plan. I think it's going according to plan. Um, so we go to, we go back to Alex and Bruce and he tells them where he's hiding the knife. Um, and he tells them a little bit about the legend, um, associated with it. And so Bruce is like, no, I'm not going to let him have it. And so this is when, uh, the trackers show up and they chase them and it's like, okay, can we be done with this part now? Um, but, uh, we go to Gordon and he is trying to... Basic, I say he's trying to fact check. I think he knew that he was full of shit, but I think he's trying to prove that he was full of shit because he's he's checking with the embassy about Rachel Ghoul. Okay, so apparently uh, Gotham has a random Himalayan country <laughs> embassy. embassy. Uh, wow, <laughs> um, is that behind the Bruce Wayne Manor or is it on the other side of the GCPD? It's probably like in the center of the. Oh wheel. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And so. <laughs> But the fact that they're giving him the runaround, yeah, makes me just. Mm, he could be quote unquote legitimate. He's had plenty of time to you amass that kind of money to and power. That kind of alibi, yeah. yeah. Um, and could he actually be a Himalayan attaché? Yeah. Could be. Yeah, that's that's kind of the fun part about when you talk about people who are essentially immortal. Yeah. It's like, yeah, they have time to develop these really ridiculous skills. And, you know, it is conceivable to be like, do they speak Latin? Well, yeah. Yeah. They lived in Rome for a while. You know. It's like, not a dead language. What are you talking exactly. about? Exactly. So uh, that was kind of cool. Um, and so Alfred and uh, Jim are arguing about. Mom and dad. Mom and dad are fighting. Mm-hmm. Trying to find Bruce. Um, and uh, Alfred does not want to tell Jim what they've been up to. Their little project. And um, so Gordon's like, uh, I don't trust you anymore, so get the fuck out. And he's like... Um, no, he's stay here. Oh, yeah, stay Makes here while stay I there. go check the museum out. Or, or if, and he tells Harper if he tries, if he to, tries leave, to leave, arrest him. And he's like, on what charges? She'll think of something. Dun, dun, dun. And I'm like, yeah, Harper. Uh-huh. Yeah, Harper. Yeah. And meanwhile, I, you were just like, is this going to be a love interest for Alfred? I was like, probably. Because I was, I was ready point. to ship it right then. Oh yeah, Alfred and and Detective Alfred Harper. Alfred deserves to be happy. 
Um, and so uh, we go to Penguin. Oh, God. Do we have to go through this again? He gets another riddle. Zaz is the only thing in That's these redeeming. scenes. In the, redeeming in the scenes, yeah. yeah. Um, and because apparently uh, Penguin didn't go where uh, where Ed thought he would go for the clear answer to the riddle. And so he, he gives him a new clue. And I love how Penguin's like, that could be anything. <laughs> He's, He's not, not wrong. wrong, but my first thought was cemetery. Um, and this was a little meta because that's always been my problem with riddles is no, I can make a case for lots of stuff. Uh, well, to yeah. Be the answer to this dumb thing. Yeah. Um, but and- my first thought was, I, that's, I first, I thought cemetery. Yeah. And so, um, Zaz is like, well, can we torture them? I would like to torture them. Ping was, Ping was why like, sure, not? sure. And so, <laughs> Zaz, great. man, Zaz keeps his eye on the prize. He knows what he wants. Yeah, he does. Um, so this is when we go back to the fucking tracker, and uh, Bruce drops the knife, and there's Dumbass. a chase. But of course, Jim shows up. Um, Just and so in time. There's this big fight, and um, poor Alex gets involved. And I was like, oh, he's not going to make it, is he? And uh, no. he frees Bruce, and of course, uh, this is when, just when you think, oh, oh, oh my God, they all made it through it. Uh, Rachel Gould shows up, and he's got a knife at Alex's throat, and you're like, oh, that's not good. And so, um, he uh, he wants the knife, or he'll kill Alex. And this is the point where I was like, Batman wouldn't have done this. Bruce no. says, I'm sorry, I can't turn it over. And uh, now, okay. Now, we do have to remember and keep in mind that there was an earlier conversation between Bruce and Alex where Alex told Bruce... Don't let him have it. Don't let him have the knife. My grandfather died for this. The man yeah. is... In, the man's... Yeah. He's, he's going to kill people. Don't give him this knife. Yeah. Although we still don't know why the knife was so important. But, like, Cannon is riddled with Batman going, okay, you can have the thing. And then five minutes later, he gets the thing back because he beats them on his own terms. Right. But Batman always put people's lives ahead, ahead of, of stuff the or, arbitrary goal right exactly yeah. and here he didn't and but it it's interesting though because it gives him the motivation because uh Raja Ghul looks at it like you're stronger now he sees it as a positive but as we know canonically raj wants him to be his heir right but i thought it was interesting because there are a lot of people that would say batman's rules are weak he doesn't kill people he doesn't he's ineffectual all these guys just keep fucking breaking out of arkham if you put a bullet in in joker's head he would quit doing this shit (laughs) are you sure well theoretically okay um so i kind of liked it that it was like he saw that this man valued that response i think that spoke more and then of course alec getting alex getting killed because he just straight up kills him yeah. Um, so Bruce, I think, understands there are consequences, and even if it doesn't feel like the right thing, you know, again, like you said, human life over stuff. Yeah. Um, so, or even capturing the villain. Or, yeah. Or, I mean, yeah. that's just Batman's MO. Because, God, countless times Batman has let somebody go to save an innocent bystander, to give Penguin time to, to escape. But the, 
but this situation gives us that motivation. Yeah. This is this is supposed to be the development of Batman. And right. so So I thought that was great. I thought this whole dilemma thing I didn't like Alex getting killed, obviously. No. But the the impact this has on Bruce's character is gonna be huge. I do still want to, I do still believe Alex looks like a very young Edward Norton. I think he looks like Neville Longbottom. I think he looks like their love child. <laughs> So there you go. Yeah. Um, and so it, of course, it ends with Ra's al Ghul falling to his knees and saying, uh, arrest me. Which I was like, mm, don't trust him. All that does is say to me that anytime the Joker got himself caught yep. or arrested and got put back in Arkham, he wanted an Arkham for a reason. Yep. He, this is he all going to, go to plan. For, this is, he wanted in there. I think Rajah Ghul wanted to be arrested. He wanted yeah. to. Well, he, they take he's him going to Black, Black Gate, Gate, which makes sense because he's not a crazy that they know of. Um, I mean, okay, he's sure? not like. Yeah, well, he he's not the one saying he's immortal to Jim Gordon. That's true. As far as they're concerned, he's just okay. a, somebody that's from the perspective of the GCPD. You're yeah, right. You're yeah. right. You're he's not right. as crazy as some of the crazy. But I'm glad. But I am glad that they brought Blackgate back. Yeah, Blackgate's a thing that exists instead of just Gotham Prison. <laughs> and we're yeah. like, I, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. Um. And so he wants to. Uh, Jim wants to know what happened because he's talking to Bruce, and Bruce says nothing matters because they killed Alex, and it was his fault. And again, you get another heaping tablespoon of. Uh, Batman guilt. Yeah. Um, but again, which Bruce Gordon, has learned a very important lesson today. Which Jim, yeah. Which Jim tries to, it wasn't your fault. He, you know, he's the one who did this. You didn't do it. And Bruce is, oh, this is And that's fault. all true, but it doesn't make you feel any better. But Alfred doesn't. Which in the past, we've seen Alfred try to talk him out of. Yeah. Out of that. Yeah. Um, but here, uh, we don't. I think Alfred's I think this is going to be another one of Alfred's lessons yeah let this be a lesson to you Master Bruce I don't know what accent that was I know was I was gonna not, go what is that it was not um British I don't know what no. the fuck it was um I don't do I that. think it was Khajiit <laughs> this, this one. one this one wants <laughs> look look at the lesson this one says I, where's Caitlin when you need her I know right um so yeah so yeah um, so, but I thought the way that was all written was very, that was done very well. It was. I think it w- was directed okay. Yeah. They, and they didn't show the cut, which was good. Well, it's a seven o'clock show. Yeah. So, but I mean, poor kid. Uh, so we go, we go, <laughs> we go to a very perturbed Enigma who shows up. Pe- to an even more perturbed penguin. He shows up at the iceberg lounge and he's like. Uh, you never showed up. And Penguin's like, um, I was where I was supposed to be. Your riddles just fucking suck. And, um, he's like, uh, crazy lady was right. Your brain broke. Um, I love you, bitch, but your brain broke. <laughs> and, um, he, he's, uh, he taunts him, um, about, you know, how he, uh, came out of being frozen and, you know, and Riddler's like, I'm still gonna, I'm still gonna have revenge on you because stuff. And Penguin's like, listen, no, you can't kill me. Only he can kill me. And he ain't here. Or he. He being the Riddler. Yes. You're not the Riddler. He won't even say it though. He won't even say it. He's like, and I think he says the name I won't say. 
Um, and uh, Penguin laughs and he's like, um, my other victor is here to freeze you again. I love how they're just like, I, I can imagine the call being like, hey, we think we got him again. And he's like, oh, okay, I got to put pants on. Um, <laughs> so this is when uh, Victor Freeze shows up. And uh, he's like, do you want him in the, uh, it would, even he was kind of funny. He's like, uh, you want him in the same pose? And Ed does the hands up thing. And he's like, okay, same pose. Um, <laughs> to be in it for like less than five minutes. Was he funny. was great. And I, I like that the show seems to be finding some of the humor because some of this is ridiculous. And it needs to be kind of laughed at. This episode really kind of hit its stride. It really did in a, in in a lot of ways. It was uh, there were some there were some well, p- problems, but yeah, the but little th- moments like this worked. I think we were expecting so much worse, though. Oh yeah, I know I was. I so. thought I thought the wheels would be completely off by episode four. Honestly, <laughs> true. Um, and so Penguin uh, stops him, uh, and because uh, he- Ed was like, okay, fine. Yeah, it Just was like go ahead, and then he's like, you know what? No, it's not worth it. Uh, you're gonna have to live with this shit because you're never gonna be the same dude again. Da da da. Which is kind of a penguin revenge. Yeah, and again, Victor's like, why did I put pants on for this? <laughs> I know, right? Bless I put his my heart. suit on. Um, I but left. Yeah. I left the freezer. Yeah. So I, mean, I was like, okay. Um, I was kind of worried that he was gonna freeze him again because that's. But I'm I'm glad. Like you're right. This feels. In character for Penguin. Um, so we get uh, at the end, our last scene, Sophia talking to Gordon um, about how her dad tried to mostly shelter her from his work. But there was one night where she got up and uh, she heard something and she came downstairs and she saw her, her father kill somebody on their table. And she said the next morning she woke up, everything was clean and they ate breakfast on the table. And she basically is like, I'm tougher than you think. Gotham is my home. Um, and she's like, yep, Penguin used me. But she said that, um, you know, he uh, he's going to have to trust her. Uh, Gordon is going to have to trust her if he wants her to help. Because she's, she said, you came here wanting this. And again, this is a typical Jim is an idiot in this show kind of moment where it's like, it's like when he goes to Penguin early early in the first couple seasons and he and he asked for help and then he's horrified by what penguin does and it's like what did you expect yeah and it's just like i think sophia told him at the end of the what was it the first or second episode where she's like you asked for a gangster yes what did you think was gonna happen and she's like you're gonna have to trust me and then of course then they make kissy faces and it's stupid but oh it's terrible um but i do like the whole like she's in this and uh and that's how we end our episode yeah, but her motivations are still very, very unclear. Yeah. Um, I think she's in this for herself. I still... More, more so than to preserve Daddy's legacy. Yep. Yeah. It's... I, I kind of would err on... I think she's more proving herself. And it's not to help Jim. It's not any of that bullshit. She's here for herself. Completely selfish reasons. And I think to your point, she's there... She learned a lot from her dad. But yeah. also, she's her own person and she's going to do new stuff too. I'll do what I want. Yeah. 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 But I like that she pointed out to Penguin, like, hmm, that's interesting. That's not how my dad would have done it. Hmm. Um, and Penguin just kind of shrugs it off. But and see, that's Penguin what... supposedly learned so much from Carmine. Yeah. But also, he's so arrogant now. And it's her pointing out, um, her pointing those things out that makes me think that's what she's watching. Is yeah. Her fa- my father would have done this. You did this. So she's and, all, then... and she's already, she has already 
un, un, unpacked her father's yeah. life and how he ran things. Yeah. So. So, I, like, I'm kind of excited to see where Sophia goes. I hope they don't fuck her up. Oh, you know they will. I mean, probably. I mean, but come on. Look what they did to Leslie. Yeah, that's true. But so far, she's interesting to me. Yeah. Um. So we have feedback. Do we not? So much feedback. Awesome sauce. Hit me with uh, it. Well, hold on. Theoretically. I mean. I mean, I will throw my phone at you. No, please don't do that. Okay. New phone. New Meta- phone. Who dis? Metaphorically. Hit Metaphorically. Me with it. <laughs> okay. Um. We're going to start with Luca. Okay. Uh, who corrected us on pronouns. Oh, okay. Uh, Luca uh, prefers they, them pronouns. Okay. Good to and, know. Good to uh, know. And thank you. If we ever Seriously. slip up again, tell us. Cause do. Do. Yeah, please do. Uh, uh, do, do. Do do that. <laughs> and that goes for all of you. Yeah. All of you listeners who talk to us. It's hard to know by names and I... Yeah, sorry. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, but we will do we correctly seriously from thank now you on. for 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 correcting us. Yeah. Um. Anyway, they said uh, instead of actually talking about the episode, which was decent and definitely had its moments, uh, I want to make a quick prediction. Oh, okay. Get on record. I just want to make a quick prediction. Ever since it was stated that there is something wrong with Edward, I wondered if they might borrow from his storyline in Hush. And have him seek out a Lazarus pit in order to cure himself from whatever it is that affects him. Oh, that seems pretty damn likely at this point. Since the new episode didn't resolve his problem, the issue seems to be a longer story arc, which means it would actually make narrative sense to connect Ed's story to the Rajagul storyline. What do you think? Am I expecting too much from the writers? I... I would love that. If they don't do it... It wouldn't make any sense. My only problem with the Lazarus Pit is how long it stays a thing in Gotham. I think by the end of the season, they're going to have to destroy it. Otherwise, it's too convenient. And we've talked about that. Yeah. But yeah, they're going to have to use Um, it for something. It, it only makes, now that, now that, now that they've mentioned it, Mm -hmm. um, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense. So we'll have to watch for that. And it's green. So he likes that. God, it is great. It's <laughs> only lighted. He's going to cream his jeans when he sees it. It's only li- <laughs> l- lighted. Litted. Lit, lit green. <laughs> Words what's are the, fun. I know. What's the actual phrasing there? Uh, so Gina. Okay. Writes in and says, this week's episode was okay. On the Gotham scale, it was pretty good. <laughs> Always on the Gotham scale. It doesn't feel like we're seeing a lot of Jim this season, and I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are seeing a lot more Bruce this season, and we're seeing how he becomes the knight and why he takes in teenage strays. Uh, he never got to have friends, and when he gets one, they die horribly. Oh. Seriously, Bruce just needs a friend. Just, yeah. Just think, if Alfred had found him a friend after his parents died, he wouldn't have to be dealing with all this nonsense now. He would have a normal teenage boy sitting around the house playing video games. But nope, he has the future crime fighter on his hands and soon we'll have a house where teenagers come and go not dealing with their feelings in a healthy fashion. Yeah, uh, he should have gotten him an Xbox, honestly. He tried. I mean, there was that computer down in the back cave. There was, that but we should have been like, here is a console game. Seen all, well, uh, uh, well, Lucius. That's yeah. on Lucius. Yeah. That's on Lucius. R&D, man. R&D. I know. I know. Uh, Bruce decides to take the plot knife to a museum to get more info <laughs> about it and meets Alex, who's the cutest little nerd ever. I know. I should have known it was going to end badly for both of them. 
They were just too likable from the start. We can't have likable on the show. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> That's actually her. Yeah, why Jim subject, can't have nice. No, why Bruce. Oh, why Bruce, why Bruce can't, can't have, have nice, nice things. things. Yeah. Um, however, I question Bruce just leaving it there when he knows folks are after it. Why not tell him to pack his stuff and that they're going to stay at Wayne Manor for a bit? Or, you know, I wanted to be like, dude, um, pictures are a thing that exist. Take a fucking ton of pictures and you can study those. Or hell, you already dropped two million bucks on it. Why not hire some folks as extra guards for the night? I'll go one further. Why didn't Bruce and Alfred stay there on patrol? You have the suit. We know he goes out at night. Maybe he could just have parked it there for the night. Clearly, Seriously. Plot Knife didn't want Bruce there and told him to go. I love how the Plot Knife is now sentient. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. I like that. This sentient Plot Knife. It changes everything. Our B and C storylines focused on Oswald. We get to see him meeting with Sophia, and I like her. She sells the sweet-slash-naive girl wanting to come home act super well. Mm -hmm. Victor continues to steal the show. Oh, my God, he does. I never thought I would giggle at him telling someone he was going to stab them. Oh, my God, it was so great. I still need to find out if we can find a gif of that. because that she, was, says, she says, I need that as a gif. That was gold. I also need a gif of Victor bobbing his head while the two homeless guys sing a riddle to Oswald from Ed. Oh, poor Ed. He gets an A for effort and an A for presentation, but that riddle gets an F. It was bad, and he should feel bad. I'm 99.9% yeah. .9 sure Oswald is going to regret leaving Ed out to Rome. I think he still has feelings for Ed, and part of him missed his boyfriend. Seriously, the hat staring was creepy. It, it really was. It was like, buddy, buddy, there are healthier ways to do this. Yeah. While I was sad to see Alex die, I knew it was coming. However, unlike the other characters who have seen bad shit happen in front of them all the time and take nothing from it bruce is really taking this to heart and you can see how much it hurts him this is going to push him further into the seeking justice for the innocent people of gotham and taking in teenagers since he needs friends yeah parting thoughts oswald has cleaned up crime so much harvey can finally take some vacation days i imagine he has a brunch saved up by now a, a bunch. bunch a bunch yeah, saved I was up. Say, brunch i was, I was gonna confused. say that doesn't make sense but also now I want brunch. Now I just need Harvey brunching. I know. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, we get to see a little of Harper, but we still don't have a sense of who she is. Is she going to do anything? I still propose that she was a stand-in for Harvey while Donna Logue. Yeah, I think that off. was probably. Um, yeah. Whether or not we continue to see her. I don't know. Because, like, the scene where they introduced her seemed almost out of place. Yeah. In the world. But so she maybe, was introduced by Donald, and I don't know that he worked at all but they when that was happening. But they could have filmed it later and patched it in. True. And edited the scene in. True. Editing is a thing that exists. Yeah. So okay. they could have done it after. Okay. Um, so. It's not all film linear? Um, no. Oh, my gosh. My whole life is a lie. Uh, she says, Jim goes to see Barb, and I felt nothing. However, the music choice was weird for their scene. White Rabbit by Jefferson Airplane. I would have expected that last season. It would have made sense. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they had the license and they needed to use it. Maybe. I want to see Jim and Alfred have a fight about how Bruce is being raised. And it felt like the uh, divorced parents at their finest. I mean, it did. Uh, those poor singing homeless guys. They don't deserve to be tortured. They really don't. No. Uh, no. We have too many victors. <laughs> I love that they actually talked about it though I'm telling you it was very meta My other Victor <laughs> The other Victor <laughs> It's my brother Victor, my other brother Victor <laughs> 
The next to last scene where Sophia and Jim make out had me rolling my eyes so hard I'm shocked they came back. Yeah. Sophia's fun on her own and I need her on her own. It would have been better if she'd just come back on her own without Jim asking for her dad's help. She has crazy eyes and seems to know what she's doing. Well, maybe Jim's getting involved with her since she's already kind of crazy. He won't have to work that hard. Yeah. Uh, wait, Ben wrote this episode. Uh, maybe he's a little better at writing than acting. Yeah. Uh, you asked where Alvarez was last week. The last time we saw him, he was infected with a virus. So maybe he's taking some time off with Harvey. Oh, yeah. Maybe. That's, yeah. So. Who knows? I did not remember that. But now that Gina mentions it. Yeah, I'd forgotten that, that too. That is correct. I had forgotten that. You're too. right. Uh, okay, this is from Greg. Okay. Uh, subject Grundy. Oh, God. Not a lot. To- <laughs> <laughs> that, that was my takeaway, too. Yeah. That was my takeaway. <laughs> Grundy! Oh, yeah, I forgot to, that we ended the episode with a random, uh, with a rogue, uh, rogue butch, close up of his eyes. Butch slash Solomon. Which we had to rewind and pause. Yeah, because we screamed. Was it? Is it? Is it? It is. Uh, he says, not a lot to this episode. It was all right, though. We got a little bit more of the demon's head in his antics. He is much more interesting than the court. Uh, we got some more of Baby Falcone number two, and her scheming has wheels. Uh, the Penguin slash Riddler story took an interesting turn, while Gordon, Bruce, and Alfred took a loss on their way to owning the night. Uh, Greg, that's spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. <laughs> Honestly, the most exciting thing that happened in this episode, in my opinion, was the last two seconds for next week's episode. Grundy! Bitch is coming back as Solomon Grundy. I've told you both about the video game Injustice, Gods Among Us. Yep. Solomon Grundy is a playable character on that game. He's my younger son's favorite character. Okay. Hilarious how much my son enjoys an overgrown sack of rotten flesh uh, that is either a really smart zombie or a really stupid human. Okay. I'm going to go with really smart zombie. Yeah, I would too. I'm excited to see how he fits into the Gotham mythos. He probably doesn't. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure who Raja Ghul henchmen were canonically, but the dog man was disturbing. Yeah. Uh, I thought when they made a dog, a big deal out of him biting the little boy that we we're going to find out he had a venomous bite or something. But I guess being bitten by a grown man that thinks he's a bloodhound is harmful enough. Uh, I suppose I wonder if, Ubu, U-B-U, Rajagul's right-hand man from the cartoons is going to show up. Oh, like he has this major domo kind of deal. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Ubu. Yeah. Ubu? I'm sit, good to... boy. Sit. Good dog. Wasn't that? Sit, Ubu. Sit, Boo-Boo, sit. Sit, Boo-Boo. Sit, Boo-Boo, sit. Good dog. Yeah. Yeah. It's right up there with Bad Hat Harry. I know, right? But that's much some, earlier. That's some Bad Hat Harry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Totally different a decade. Uh, anyway, <coughs> uh, he says, so what is the demon's head up to anyway? We, we know ultimately he wants Bruce Wayne to be his heir, but why did he willingly go to jail? And why was he so gleeful about arriving at prison? Yeah, he was all smiles. Yeah. When he got there. Uh, and where did they send Raj exactly? Uh, Blackgate? Yep. It would make sense that he was put in a regular jail like, say, Blackgate, but this is Gotham. So I wouldn't be shocked if they rushed him to Arkham so he could stir up. The more villainous inmates, even though there's no actual evidence that he's criminally insane. They do state. They actually did say. They do Blackgate. say Blackgate. And I paid attention to that because on, on my rewatch to be like, did I just make that up? No, they actually said that. No, they actually <laughs> said Blackgate. Because yeah. we were both like, ooh, Blackgate. 
they yeah that they brought it back was yeah yeah uh so baby falco number two either she is a useless damsel meant only to be jim's new love interest please god no <laughs> or she is no he's right there parentheses he says please god no i know right uh or she is as gangsta as fish and falcone combined hopefully sure is our sexy less expensive replacement for fish mooney yep I was kind of intrigued by what I was assuming were her scheming methods all the way up until she let Jim do the shut up and kiss me move on her. Yeah, that was stupid. I'm pretty sure I heard the two of you simultaneously gag and sigh as I groaned. Pretty much, yeah. When that happened. Nobody. Nobody wants that. Nobody we've heard from. Yeah. Uh, It didn't even make sense. I hate the Hollywood trope of two people being sexually aroused by arguing. Has that ever truly happened to anyone ever? I know I've never wanted to kiss a woman I was arguing with in the moment and can assure you none of them were turned on enough <laughs> anyway by me to jump my bones after I've yelled at them. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe you're just not arguing right. There is no arguing. <laughs> no, no, but that is. That's a huge trope and I've never really understood really that stupid, either. Yeah. Also, the whole uh, a woman is yelling at you, so shut her up by kissing her. I hate that shit. Yeah, it's right up there with a uh, smile. Yes. Yes. Uh, the penguin slash Riddler stuff was kind of funny, especially with Victor and Vic- Victor and Victor, <laughs> Victor and Victoria. The Victors. Uh, adding to the comedy, can we torture them now and same pose or something different? Uh, Ed's brain will, of course, reboot eventually, but seeing him struggle for a bit, unwilling to admit he's not himself, was a laugh. However, it was a bit dumb on Oswald's part to assuming he'd play, he'd stay inept. That's going to come back uh, to Penguin peck him on that's gonna come back to penguin peck him on the ass okay it's gonna bite him in the ass basically but yeah he used peck instead okay yeah cute um (laughs) (laughs) sorry john you caught up with you eventually (laughs) my brain doesn't always work that it's okay uh bruce has got to trust the grown-ups a little more he won't no he still hadn't figured out what roger gold needed the damn knife for anyway nobody knows uh, refusing to save that boy's life was just stupid. It's as if both he and the other kid were sure the world would end if they gave up the knife. Uh, Bruce and Alfred could have just stolen it back later. Lesson learned. Uh, no matter how we, the audience, views it from Bruce's perspective, Gordon is his ally, ally and a useful one that enables him just a little less than Alfred and Lucius. Think it through. Like Jim said, you want to play detective, here's your chance. Batman would definitely risk someone's life for the greater good, but Batman would also know exactly the what exactly the greater good and the actual evil in each case was. He wouldn't let a little boy die because he believes this is a really bad man. Yeah. Uh, No, Harvey, this episode, Janya, did you and Donna Logue elope while they were filming this episode and I didn't get an invite. Um, Yeah. that's She wishes. That's exactly what happened. No. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We've actually discussed that. So Um, I wish though. (laughs) I wanted to help. Uh, So the new female detective was simply introduced so Gordon could have another cop to talk to. It's possible. We don't know yet. I hope she sticks around. Me too. Also, is anyone else confused on how Gordon and Bullock are the two leaders of this police department? (laughs) Three years ago, Jim was a rookie detective and now he's barking orders at everyone, even Harvey. Both of them have quit and Gordon has been demoted, fired, and incarcerated in all three years. Not to mention they both have an have been abandoned and betrayed by the entire PD commissioner, mayor, and judges several times. Why are they there anymore, let alone in charge? Uh, your guess is, I guess, because the GCPD keeps getting killed. Well, you know, they wipe them all out and they just start over. Yeah. 
blank slate. It's fine. You get seniority really quick that way. Uh, he's uh, no Tabitha, no cat or Ivy either. He finds that unacceptable. Uh, we barely got any Babs in this episode. When is she going to get stabby again? I miss stabby tabby Babs. We all do. We all do. Uh, I'm sure Lucius's brain would have been useful uh, this episode. Why couldn't the writers see that? Um, you're going to have to talk to Ben McKenzie about that one. Uh, part of that also is each of these actors only have X amount of uh, allotted episodes to be in. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they're being more judicious about that. Well, what concerns me is Marina Baccarin is credited every episode. Yeah, but she's also married to, like, I think Ben's an executive producer now, so there's that. So she getting paid for every episode, though, because her name is on it. I think that's... that's the rule. I don't know how that works. Again, I'm not really sure how that works in Hollywood. So there's that. Um, and then we've got, there it is, Kim. Uh, she says, hello, ladies. What did I just see? <laughs> the good. Bruce's scene, scenes with Alex, R.I.P. Uh, number two, Alfred on a rampage to protect Bruce. Oh, my God. I love how he just enters the room and punches. It's amazing. It is. Uh, Ale uh, Ale number three, Alexander Siddick was both charismatic and menacing. He is proving to be an excellent casting choice. Yeah, I think I think they they went for somebody that can the character he's take the camp, but also like yeah, do something does, exciting with he? it. Yeah. He's not just a hack. <laughs> uh, and here's the bad, which is apparently a lot longer than okay. the good. Number one, the show keeps giving us more Jim, and I'm sorry about... And I'm sorry, but Ben M. does not have the ability to hold his own against Alexander. So instead of us getting an intriguing game of cat and mouse, we got a big dog and little puppy. Yeah. Hell, Ben couldn't even own the scene when Jim was interacting with Bruce because David is uh, developing into a damn fine actor. Oh, but David's taller Wait, than him? I know! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! The way they shot that scene where... Uh, where they were, like, below the them, them trying to... <laughs> Jim, Jim is looking down, or looking up... Oh, my God, it's at amazing. ...at David, and David is looking down. Yeah. And he's taller than him. Yeah. It's hilarious. They kind of tried to hide it, but... They did it with camera angles? Yeah. It, it was it amazing. Didn't work. No, it didn't work. Uh, she says, "Hate the Kevin Conroy voice that they are having David do, and his scenes with Sean as Alfred was always a game of lopsided tennis." Yeah, Sean is really mentoring David through this, though. Yeah, they're they're yeah. really close, and, I and they've been close since since the beginning. Yeah, um, I, th I say that a lot, though, but he is uh number two the show squandered the potential of fish mooney and wastes the potential of lucius the only two black characters in the world thought it would be appropriate uh to give us rapping black people how insulting and offensive yeah uh is to, what about tabitha though she was never a great character anyway she's biracial if we're talking about like Except, actual, okay. yeah, okay, actual African American I, characters, okay. we're slim pickings. That's so sad. Yeah. It's like it's like when Marvel finally. That's why like Black Panther and Luke Cage are such a big deal because it's like, oh my god, you do know that there are there are things other than white people. Well, yeah, because this Luke is such Cage a was, white show. Yeah, it is very pale. It is so pale. Um, 
Sorry, I'm trying to find my place. Um, oh, sorry. Maybe Lucius's next scene will have him eating watermelon and fried chicken since clearly their entire writing staff and production team lacks anyone with the sense and clout to tell them the scenes with Penguin never should have happened. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the why am I supposed to care? Okay. Uh, Carmine's daughter, who they ruined the minute they paired her with Jim. I have no interest in her and her plans because we know her real role on the show is to be Jim's latest romantic casualty. Yeah, it's really hard to... Nobody! Yeah, it's really it's really hard to, like, tr- get involved when you're like, this is going to be shitty because this is all she gonna, she's going to amount to be. I can't... There, No, not a single person. Not a, nobody. Nobody wants that. And everybody's writing in going, I don't want that. Yeah. Yeah. We're sick to death of the failed gym love See, life. that's why, that's when people are like, oh, but you can't have fan service. Okay, no, like, I'm not, you're not no, putting you sh- characters together on a, uni- on a unicorn riding across a rainbow because we want them to get together. That's dumb fan service. But, like, listening to your fans who are like, I don't want this shit, maybe you should do some of that. Yeah. But, yeah. Their 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 ratings continue to or their viewings continue, continue to, to tank. Yeah. yeah. So this very so well may be our last season. While while we appreciate the fact that by the way our number of listeners on Gotham has nearly doubled. Holy crap! Uh, in this season, that's awesome. Which we're like, whoa, okay, we we made a threat and people listened. <laughs> Hello, <laughs> hello, new listeners. Um, thanks for forcing your friends to listen, guys. <laughs> Keep it up. Uh, we may not have a choice as to whether or not this season continues. Yeah, because so. I'm kind of paying attention to the way they handled Sleepy Hollow. Yeah. Which is, they let it limp along for a little while. They gave it one last season, which and then, they never should have done. No, they never should have done that. But also, like, they let even season three limp along. But yeah. there's only so much Fox will take. Um, so, yeah. I'm surprised Fox let it go as long as they have. I kind of am, too. So. They're the cancelingest things. Yeah, they are. So we'll just have to see how this uh, how this plays out. Yeah. Um, didn't see Scarecrow. Nope. I'm I'm glad that they're not forcing the Raja Ghoul and Scarecrow storylines in together, or that they're somehow putting them together because I wouldn't buy that either. Yeah. No. But I think they set up the Scarecrow so that they could have. Uh, they don't. It's not a one trick pony. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Which you can't have when you've got twenty something episodes. Um. We still have yet to see uh, Ivy. Yep. Oh, yeah. We still haven't seen her from Mm-mm. doing a dumb. But I don't want all of that so... Exactly. Exactly. I don't want it crammed in. I don't in. want it all crammed in together. Yeah. So, there's that. Uh, that's all the feedback we have. Uh, that's all I have. I'm, again, kind of cautiously optimistic. Yeah, there were some... Where it failed, it failed really bad. <laughs> yeah, it did. But there were some shining good bits, and it was, like you said, a fair fair amount of meta. Yeah, which was which We're was not weird. used to that much, thank no. you, think. No. So, yeah. So, maybe Ben write more, but don't be a racist asshole? Yeah, we'll see what happens. So, yeah. Uh, anything else? That's all I have. All right, thank you for listening, guys. Thanks, guys.